0: Yes, a football podcast.
1: Well, Tom Brady's retirement lasted only 40 days. Von Miller's about to join the Buffalo Bills. Christian Kirk signed like a ridiculous wide receiver contract with the Jacksonville Jaguars. But uh, Tyler Dragon and myself, Safa Dean, your NFL insiders with USA Today Sports Plus, are going to start. It's a football podcast this week with some big news regarding uh, the other major quarterback up in trade talks this offseason. That's Deshaun Watson. Uh, The Houston Texans QB is likely to be on the move. He's got a no trade clause that he's willing to waive. And there's four teams. Well, now three that are in the mix. Uh, The Cleveland Browns were learned Wednesday. They're no longer in the mix for everything. But the Atlanta Falcons. New Orleans Saints and the Carolina Panthers are still very much in the conversation. Uh, And and the conversation has really heated up in the last week, Tyler, with Sean Watson learning that he's not going to be criminally charged.
0: Yeah, that's true. After NFL teams found out he's not going to be charged criminally, but he is still facing uh, 22 civil lawsuits. And, you know, he could be placed on the commissioner's exempt list. He could be, you know, suspended four, five, six, eight games. So we still don't know. Uh, The NFL has not uh, told Deshaun Watson or anybody if he's going to be suspended. But, you know, I I wasn't surprised that he ruled out the Cleveland Browns. I mean, Cleveland, a lot of people don't want to go play in Cleveland. No disrespect (laughs) to Ohio, but not a lot of people want to go play football in Ohio, especially when you have Atlanta, New Orleans, and Uh Carolina. (laughs) as destinations also and when I look at it as at a football perspective you know I really do think the New Orleans Saints give him the best opportunity to win right away they have a ready-made roster they have a really good defense you have Alvin Kamara right there in the backfield you got uh, Mike Thomas on the outside that is a loaded roster they just need a quarterback to put them over the top in the playoff, you know, contention and playoff race. And, you know, when I look at the Carolina Panthers, you know, they have a lot of different holes. Uh, Their uh, rumblings that they could trade Christian McCaffrey, that's going to set their team back. So I don't know if Deshaun Watson want to go there from a football perspective and the Atlanta Falcons. Now, I get it. He's from the area, Atlanta, probably the best city, in my opinion, out of all those three. Now, there are there are a lot of distractions in Atlanta a, Even whole, better than New Orleans? a whole lot yes 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 Atlanta is better wow. than New Orleans now New Orleans is a nice party city but to live you know to the, mm. the, the, the nightlife, everything mm. about it the food I mean the food in New Orleans is good too. The food in New Orleans is good too but you know you got the soul food in Atlanta I mean there, uh-huh. there's a whole lot to like about Atlanta. Linux Mall. I'm not even naming the other things. Listen,
1: (laughs) if you go to to Atlanta, you're not going to Lennox Small, okay, if you care about your health and safety, Tyler.
0: They do have Kyle Pitts, but, you know, they still have a lot of holes in that roster too. Mm -hmm. So from a football perspective, if I was Deshaun Watson, I would choose the New Orleans Saints. From a work-life balance, Uh I would choose the Atlanta Falcons, especially because he's from the area. Come on. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, so Atlanta versus New Orleans. I'm going to have to battle you back on this. Okay. I think New Orleans is a way better city than Atlanta. I think it has way more culture. I think the wow. food is way better than Atlanta. Don't get so me So you're
0: just I- telling me. You don't like soul food. That's what you're telling me. You don't like soul uh, no, food.
1: Listen, New Orleans has its own version of soul food. It's got Cajun food. It's got it's a Cajun. lot of different yeah, kind Cajun's of cuisines. Good. Cajun food is good. A whole different kind of cuisines there. You can get better seafood in New Orleans. It finds its way That's to true. Atlanta. Look, from a football standpoint, I think the Saints are it. And I think the Falcons probably are in this picture to drive up that price of what it's going to take to get Deshaun Watson and to potentially you know, weaken uh, the Saints in, in and any kind of trade talk of how much you have to give up in order to get Watson. Um, you know, just seeing Anderson was with us. And for most of last year, we knew three first round picks was the minimum was the minimum. Um, some team is going to have to pay at least four or five picks for Watson, but I agree with you. New Orleans is probably better from a football standpoint. I think the Atlanta Falcons brings a lot of nostalgia and things for, for Deshaun Watson. He's from the area, um, you know, North Atlanta, uh, you know, he grew up in that area. He was a former ball boy for the Falcons, was always around the facility, around Matt Ryan, who's still the QB there. Um, you know, and Deshaun and, and, and had a really, you know, rough up coming, uh, you know, upbringing in that area. Uh, Work done, the former FSU rece- uh, running back and NFL running back, you know, gifted him and his family a house through, through you know, Habitat for, for Humanity mm-hmm. um, back in their day there. So the ties to Atlanta and that area are very, very strong. You know, I think the hard part in this, Tyler, too, is not only we, we quickly got into trade talks with Deshaun Watson, but also, uh, um, you know, there's a moral kind of thing happening here with Deshaun Watson and what's going on with his off-field stuff, because, you know, he's not going to be criminally charged. He was not There was not enough to indict him on a criminal charge. Um, but still, the civil lawsuits and the people who are, you know, alleging mm-hmm. that Watson, you know, affected them, um there's still, you know, these people are still, you know, not being heard loud enough or mm-hmm. um, may not be having their voices heard loud enough, like I said, um, because of the fact that what happened and, um, and the criminal charges certainly don't help. So there's a morale factor that's kind of uneasy with some of this talk that we have going on with Watson because of everything that's happened and the fact that we've just quickly changed to, all right, so where's Watson going to play? Because that yeah. was the whole talk leading up to everything. Um, before Watson was even charged, it was all about where he was gonna play next.
0: Yeah, you know every I've always I am in mean, the belief everybody deserves another chance. I do believe if he's learned his lesson and he's you know really talked to himself, has some self-reflection, I, I do believe he deserves another chance now and I do get what you're saying uh, as well. you know I don't want to lo- lose the fact that you know these women are affected too. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if he did, in fact, uh, do these uh, things. Now, um, this and it, it is interesting that we just after he wasn't going to be charged criminally, everybody's just like, okay, where is he going to play? It's like, yeah, well, hold on, hands, and, and nobody was talking it. about. Well, he still can be suspended <laughs> by the NFL. He still can be put on the commissioner's exempt list, and mm-hmm. th- that mm-hmm. is something I think teams also have to wait because if you're trading all these assets for deshaun watson you don't know when he's going to be able to play i mm-hmm. i mean i think we can definitely see a realistic scenario where he's not in the field week one or week two okay. i mean i i think at minimum he should get a four game suspension at, at minimum
1: four at minimum games. right it's so hard and, because we've seen so many players in the league right we've seen roger goodell use his power as commissioner to suspend players, even when they haven't been, um, you know, uh, when they haven't been disciplined by the court of law, yeah. right? So you know, whether it's two games, six games, the list can go on and on for the players who have been disciplined a certain amount of games, mm-hmm. no matter what the what the you know predicament that they were in. And somehow or some way, Watson may either pay what he should pay or not pay what he should pay. Somebody's going to feel a certain way about that. I think you're right though Tyler. I think whatever team does acquire him is going to have to have some kind of quarterback backup situation mm-hmm. ready to go in the event he misses 2 games, 4 games, 6 games, 8 games. We really don't know what the case is. Um, but I think Watson still when he was with the, the the Texans and when they were in the uh I believe it was the AFC title game against the Chiefs, right? Or close to the second round of the playoffs there. I think when it was the second round. When the Texans had a double digit lead on the Chiefs and and Patrick Mahomes came back against them you could argue that Watson was arguably the second best quarterback in the league at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the layoff, I'm not sure how much of a player he still will be. I think it's going to take him some while to shake off some rust and get back to the player that he was. But I think the player that he was arguably is going to turn any team into Super Bowl Bowl contender. I think the Saints have been longing for a quarterback. Last year was incredibly tough. It sent Sean Payton packing, but they have an incredible defense. they got the weapons on offense. I think Atlanta would be a good spot for him. I, I like Kyle Pitts, but I think a lot of players could end up in Atlanta with him um, to play with him. And honestly, like the Cleveland Browns are out, and we'll talk about the Cleveland Browns next here, Tyler. Um, but I, I, I'm i just looking at the Carolina Panthers, and, like, man, I feel kind of bad for them. They kind of look like the odd team out again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were the odd team out behind the Dolphins the first time around. And then this time around, now it seems like, Uh, You know, Deshaun doesn't want to go back to that area where, you know, he helped Clemson win a national title. I know it's North Carolina, South Carolina, but I think he sees what's going on in Carolina and sees the weapons, and sees the team and realizes maybe that's not a great place for me to win either.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I think if he wants to win right away or have the best opportunity to win, I think we both agree it's the New Orleans Saints. Um, But if he wants, you know, an opportunity to kind of build – up and you know be around family be around friends work-life balance i think it's the atlanta falcons now if i was deshaun Watson, i would probably choose atlanta falcons because he would energize that fan base similar to what mike vick did with the atlanta falcons he will be the Mm -hmm. most exciting quarterback with all due respect to matt ryan the most exciting quarterback the falcons have had since mike vick and he would have that type of effect on the franchise so i think if I was him, I will go to Atlanta uh, over the other two destinations, the Carolina Panthers and New Orleans. I mean,
2: we know. Sorry, I'm going to jump in here. We obviously oh, know welcome. where Tyler's going to go. I mean, he's made it very clear. Once go to Atlanta, let's move on. I want to. I want to. I know you're going to hit on it here, but I want to get to this because I think it's another interesting thing that came out of what is a messy time of the year for the NFL. That is, Deshaun Watson. Getting looked at by the Browns, then denying them. And somewhere in the middle, the quarterback they they already have, that top drafted quarterback they already have, going to social media and saying, with many uncertainties, Uh here's what's in my head, and putting his Mm -hmm. heart on Twitter. Because you know when a notes app is involved, it's going to be good. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Producer Emily, you hit it right on the head. Baker Mayfield's little letter to the world, on ba- no, Monday no, no. Baker night. Baker Reagan definitely.
2: Mayfield. Don't forget, <laughs> he put oh, his middle me. name in there. Yeah, don't so don't the middle let's middle name. put some respect.
1: Oh,
0: government names.
1: <laughs> the whole government name. Did Baker Mayfield really need to put Reagan in that? Did he really need to put his middle name and make it that official? Cleveland will always be part of Emily and my story. Speaking of his wife, I believe. And we will always be thankful for the impact it has had and will have in our lives. Baker Mayfield already saying goodbye to Cleveland before Deshaun Watson even had a chance to say goodbye to Cleveland himself. Right. I think the wheel has definitely turned here. Tyler, I have some other comments I want to say about this Baker Mayfield situation, but let me kick it here to you first. What did you make of the letter and how does how does Cleveland and the Browns kind of move forward from this?
0: it is a messy situation to say the least i mean it, you have to notify baker mayfield and his team that you're going to be looking to upgrade at quarterback before he finds out word of mouth on tv on social media so that is a bad look that's bad business all i think the way he probably
1: around. still i think he probably still even with the notification would have put this letter out there
0: <laughs> and I, a part of me though feels kind of sorry for baker mayfield though and hear me out and hear me out. i think
1: that's what he was intending
0: (laughs) no no no, no. and this was before the letter because i i feel like he's been underappreciated a little bit in cleveland Mm. now he's not a great quarterback he's not an elite quarterback um but he gets compared often to the other quarterbacks in his draft class and i said this before you know when you draft um, in the first round, uh, Lamar Jackson, when Josh Allen is also mm-hmm. in your draft uh, class. And those players have been elite, won MVPs, been in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, Those players are far better than you, but you're the number one pick. You haven't lived up to that superstar, number one overall pick billing. Meanwhile, Lamar Jackson has lived up to it being an NFL MVP. Josh mm-hmm. Allen Probably the Cleveland Browns regret not drafting him number one overall. He's one Tyler, of the best quarterbacks in the league. Tyler, so
1: there was a number one pick drafted in the same state yes. and already went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals too. Don't but, forget but, that but, one. But,
0: but, but he was the draft class a, uh, after that. It's so, still,
1: it still adds to the pressure. It, it, That's exactly, what you're talking it, but, about.
0: But, but yeah, it, it is part of it. It is part of it. So when when you look at all that in its totality, yes, Baker Mayfield has – underachieved it hasn't lived up to his expectations but he rallied the browns to the playoffs that's something he made the the browns help make the browns relevant that that's something he's just not one of those upper echelon quarterbacks and what can you expect not all quarterbacks can be elite (laughs) and he's not elite Uh he's not a quarterback that can push you over the top now you can win with him as a complimentary piece But he's not one of those quarterbacks where go win me a game right now, like Josh Allen can, like Patrick Holmes can. And I think Mm -hmm. that's what the Cleveland Browns expected. And since they are not getting that, they want to get rid of him. And it's like, okay, there are not many quarterbacks of that caliber that you can get to replace him that are way better than him. So be careful what you wish for, Cleveland, is all I have to say. Because if you get rid of him, who are you going to – Get Blake Bortles, <laughs>
1: like, who you, Jimmy G. They want Jimmy G. Jimmy they G. want. Ma- they'll take He's Marcus Mariota. Better. They'll and take Marcus Mariota too in Cleveland. Going to
2: give their th- literally give their throwing shoulder. That man had his shoulder like <laughs> taped up four that weeks part. to your team. Sorry, the other, your shoulder. other, shoulder. The other
1: shoulder. taped the up. throwing shoulder. Four
2: weeks, practically <laughs> falling off, and still suiting up week after week for the Browns. I I don't know where you are going to get that commitment from.
0: The, and you mentioned thing, Joe Burrow. He has a winning record over Joe Burrow. Not many people been, realize that. Yeah. He has a winning record over the Bengals. It
1: doesn't, it doesn't matter that last <laughs> win last season did nothing for the Bengals, but push them away from the Chiefs and get them to see Kansas City in the AFC title game. You think the Bengals were not playing chess and, check, and not checkers there, not allowing the Cleveland Browns to beat him in the last week of the season? Who cares about their head-to-head matchup? You talked about, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson and you talked about Josh Allen. I brought up Joe Burrow as well. I feel like Baker Mayfield thinks he's like he should deserve some LeBron treatment in Cleveland. Oh. Right. Like literally. like <laughs> if, Exactly. If exactly. Mad, oh, delusional. come on. Yes, he's not LeBron James or the whole thing in the NFL there. He's not that type of caliber player. Um, you know, sure, you help Cleveland break their playoff streak. And, I mean, God, like how many games did the Cleveland Browns have to lose before they got Baker Mayfield and Miles Garrett and really turn their franchise around? But the letter two days before Deshaun Watson finally says, you know what, Cleveland, I'm all right. I've seen how you treated Baker Mayfield. I don't want none of that. Um, you know, it's it, it. I think it was purposely intended for people to side with Baker Mayfield you and I feel sorry for him, right? And so when I look at this and I look at Baker Mayfield, I'm like, all right, so where does he go next? Does he go to the Seattle Seahawks? Does he go to Indianapolis Colts? Does he, uh, you know, go to the Detroit Lions? I mean, if there's one team that's going to, you know, fight for their quarterback or a quarterback is going to fight for their team is Baker in Detroit, right? Um, You know, there's a lot of options on the table here for Baker Mayfield. It's just you know, I think this LeBron treatment he thinks he might be deserving of is, is just not there. You know, this. See,
0: I don't think he thinks he deserves the LeBron treatment. I mean, he deserves if, if some he, kind of special if treatment he he's in Cleveland. LeBron James, he's he's uh, delusional. He needs to go to the doctor, get his brain checked because hey, that's <laughs> uh, that's Tom Brady, and maybe that's it in the NFL. Uh-huh. He deserves that treatment. Now, it, man, it's just, I, I, I do think that they can mend fences in Cleveland. I do think so. Yeah, because you
1: think so? at the end of the day, they might they're they running
0: out of options. Deshaun Watson to. already said no.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who, who else are you going to get in Cleveland? I mean, you say Jimmy Garoppolo. That doesn't move the needle. He's on the same level. That doesn't
1: move the needle.
0: He, Jimmy Garoppolo is on the same level as Baker Mayfield. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is mean,
1: the big, NFC title game. Yeah, mid. but look at the pieces around him, though. The and the Browns got of, those pieces. They, the Browns yeah, got I, those I, pieces. I agree
0: I agree with that. But also, Jimmy Garoppolo is in the NFC. Yeah. The AFC is loaded.
1: <laughs> now it's <laughs> more loaded. Is, the,
0: the AFC now is even loaded, more loaded. With, with, with those quarterbacks that can win you games, those elite quarterbacks. The NFC, what, mm-hmm. has two?
1: Yeah, three, <laughs> yeah, just two, just two, two, <laughs> just Stafford Aaron and Brady. Roger, stop, just, Aaron just Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, It's just Stafford and Brady. And sorry, it's just Stafford and Brady. I can't, Stafford I can't and Brady. You are
0: disrespecting Aaron Rodgers? Like this.
1: who? The if four-time Rodgers, NFL MVP,
0: Aaron Rodgers has as many rings as Matthew Stafford, and That's, four and, and
1: four more, four more saying, MVPs. You said it. You said stop it for it, me, Tyler. I don't like stop betting me. it's Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. I, I'm about to start betting against this guy. He can't do nothing in the playoffs. Oh my goodness. He's a regular season QB. I'm I'm going to
0: say this every
1: week.
0: Put some respect on Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers (laughs) won my
1: respect. He needs to give me 5 mil. (laughs) <laughs> win me another super bowl i don't like win another super Aaron bowl i'm about believe. to start betting against him i'll bet him i'll bet Thank against him the NFC title call game.
0: him out call him out man Aaron
1: Rodgers is one of my favorite quarterbacks in the nfl and the fact that he hasn't been the super bowl in 11 years and now he's getting 50 million dollars like he's chelsea clinton now nah, i need to see him win another super bowl he's a regular season qb he's a wild card round qb can't do nothing in the NFC you title game like anymore. Entirely,
0: you act like he was the only person playing football at Lambeau Field.
1: Hey, so be it. He got to be the only person the to, help to help line elevate did his not team. Not do a
0: great job protecting him. Special against Nick teams, Bosa and no Special boys. teams, special teams
1: didn't do nothing for him last Eric year, too. Arms right,
0: Nick Bosa, they were all mm-hmm. in the backfield. Devon, and they don't have a number two receiver. They still don't have a number two receiver in Green Bay. Maybe me and you can uh, play opposite Devontae Adams. Because, How man, many
1: positions are we going to play, man? How many teams are we going to play for, Tyler? <laughs> right, you
0: can play offensive line. I, you know, I'm a little faster than you. Thank you. Thank receiver. you.
1: I'll play left guard. I can lock that down. Aaron Donald don't want to see me across the way. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, man.
0: Woo. <laughs> I hope That's Aaron a great, Donald sees this.
1: I hope he does, too. And I hope I never see him after that. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, let's move on, man. We, we spoke about Baker. We spoke about Deshaun Watson right now. Let's talk about another big move that happened. It seemed like the AFC West making all these moves, right? That obviously, Russell Wilson to the Broncos. We got J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack to the Chargers to help Justin Herbert on offense. I mean, help him out you on know, defense. We got uh, Max Crosby. And uh, who was the other edge rusher that they just signed on? Uh, Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones, Chandler Jones yeah. joined the Raiders. So they're trying to go after Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, but there was one other AFC team that made a major move with the Chiefs in mind, and I think that's the Von Miller deal to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Von Miller agreed to a six-year, hundred twenty million dollar deal, about fifty mil guaranteed, seventeen mil coming up on the early years of that deal. Look, I don't think Von Miller is going to spend six years in Buffalo at thirty-three years old next month. Uh, this week, this month, excuse me. Um, I think it's probably going to be a two-year, three-year window for. Von Miller and the Bills. Um, I wrote a column on USA Today Sports Plus about to go live, but I I just, I'm not sure if this is, I think this keeps Buffalo's Super Bowl window open. I just, I'm not sure if Von Miller might have been like a year or two too late for the Bills in the Super Bowl window. We saw how the Bills last two seasons have been ended by the hands of the Chiefs, right? None more demoralizing than the 13 seconds left in regulation the Chiefs used to, you know, tie that game, get it into overtime, then beat Buffalo after that. Um, I'm concerned about Buffalo Super Bowl window. I think it was wide open the last two seasons. We'll see how much more longer it stays open with all the quarterbacks that are in the AFC, with all the talent in the AFC West. i like the move for them immediately right now. I just hope the Bills actually punch it through and see it through this time around.
0: Man, yeah, you talk about a Super Bowl win like it's so easy, It Man, <laughs> it's
1: not it's listen, but this is what these teams are they're they're playing for, right? They,
0: they, they are, but
1: man, you know what I'm
0: saying? You, you, it, okay. So, I, I do think Buffalo's Super Bowl window is is open. I think okay. they're kind of in a similar situation as kind of the Packers a little bit as they need a, a number 2 receiver uh to play alongside of Diggs. Uh, they mm-hmm. also uh, – they cannot run the ball that well. No, Josh they not running Allen running <laughs> leads the team in rushing mo- and, and multiple games, so they need another, uh, another running, running back. back. And then – so the Von Miller signing, Buffalo struggled to rush the passer last year. They had a good secondary, especially those two safeties, but mm-hmm. they did not get after the quarterback. Now, Von Miller, he's not the player he once was, as you alluded to, but he's a closer. He had multiple sacks in the Super Bowl. And mm-hmm. he made, you know, some game-changing plays during that playoff Super Bowl run for the Los Angeles Rams. He knows how to get after the quarterback, even though he's long in the tooth. He's still crafty, knows, you know, utilizes his, you know, experience more than his athleticism. So I do think that is going to benefit the Buffalo Bills. He's going to be their best edge rusher, even at yeah. 33 years old. What He has 115 mm-hmm. sacks uh, more Most. than any active player. In the NFL. So that is a good move for them. That do I think it pushes them over the top? You know, I'm gonna pick the Chiefs again. Come on, Emily, push my push my music. I'm gonna pick the Chiefs again. Now, but 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 I do think, you know, that this is a move that could potentially put them over the top. I, I'm not gonna pick them because y'all know who I'm gonna pick. <laughs> but I, say, I, 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 I do, I do, I do like the move. They just need some uh, more pieces. And yeah. the problem is, though, other teams are catching up. It's
1: all the AFC well, West. You, you, I know, it's all, all the NC West. West.
0: You, you just said the Raiders, Chandler Jones. The I mean, I, I can't wait That's to see the Chargers move. and the Chiefs play. And mm-hmm. I can't wait to see the Chargers and the Rams play because my goodness, it's going to be an all-star game. <laughs> <You're> like <laughs>
1: man, <laughs> I, I actual Pro Bowl. the promo should be.
0: I'm very excited for the AFC West and even to a lower extent, the NFC West, because the teams are loading up. Teams are loading up, and that AFC West is loaded. Uh, The Chiefs better do something. They've been kind of quiet during this free agent period. What are the Chiefs doing? They need uh, uh, another receiver. I mean, they're in the same position, too. I I, I sound like a broken record. The Chiefs, I mean, are you going to compliment – Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey ever. Are you Jar- gonna get a, another Jarvis receiver? Andrew?
1: Jarvis Andrew? Are, are
0: are you gonna get some uh cornerbacks? Because I still see Jamar mm-hmm. Chase running wild against y'all. Oh <laughs> catching passes for two hundred yards. Are y'all sure, gonna get You sure you pick the Chiefs?
1: You sure you pick the Chiefs? Are you gonna
0: They're I'm gonna pick the Chiefs <laughs> again. They they need some help. Now their offensive line. Obviously they're three headed monsters elite, but they got to get some work too if they want to go back. They lost to the Bengals because yeah. they could not rush twice. the passer twice. twice in the same month because mm-hmm. they could not rush the passer and they couldn't guard anybody on the outside primarily wow. Jamar Chase.
1: Bringing up a big point here. So I was going to talk about how it's like crazy that, you know, the AFC West, the Broncos, Chargers and uh, the Raiders made some moves with the Chiefs in mind. I think this Bills move with Von Miller has the Chiefs in mind. Um, and I think the Bengals did enough to maybe support their offensive line. Um, I think they're probably better centers than Ted Karras in the NFL, but also the other guard that they signed from the Bucks. What's his name, Tyler? Kappa? Ali yeah. Kappa, I believe. You know, yeah. signing him was a big deal. Uh, you know, obviously, you don't go to the Super Bowl, help Tom Brady win a ring, and do what the Bengals are trying to do um, with the Bucks. I think that, that addition is really going to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Bengals are, I think – you know, Deep down, I think the Bengals are straight with all the weapons that they have behind Joe Burrow with, with Chase, with Higgins, with Tyler Boyd, with Joe Mixon, and I think the Chiefs are still going to be the Chiefs with Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and uh, Tyreek Hill. I would love to see if the Chiefs go get Jarvis Landry. I think both those teams, the Chiefs and the Bengals, need a little bit more defensive help here, but um, it's really funny, man. It's become an arms race in the AFC. It really has, and then We do all of this that, you know, all these teams are doing all of these additions with the Chiefs in mind. But look who just came back. Look who just came back and saw everything happening in the AFC and decided, you know what? I still have an opportunity to win here in the NFC. And that's Tom Brady, Tyler. Tom Brady took 40 days to decide retirement was not for him. Uh, He's rejoining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He announced it earlier this week. Um, I think there were some inner workings that happened here. Um, but I wanted to get your first reactions on, on Tom Brady coming back, especially with just Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford and Kyler Murray and Dak Prescott in the NFC. I think Brady sees the window and he sees it's still pretty open.
0: I'm glad you finally put some respect on Aaron Rodgers' name and mentioned him first along those quarterbacks in the NFC. So we're making some progress. We're make some prog- we, I don't want to bet are,
1: against Aaron Rodgers.
0: We are making some progress. You know, I... I with Tom Brady man when he first <laughs> when he first announced his retirement
1: uh-huh
0: I really didn't believe it that much because mm-hmm. he didn't sound i guess affirmative and you know confident in his like statement and yeah every time else when we, when he, he was on his podcasts or in interviews it sounded like he wasn't unsure of himself he wasn't saying, you know, I'm retired, I'm done, I'm ready to spend time with wow. my man. Like, there was never, like, there, there was always that window, nah, I could yeah. change my mind. And yeah. if anybody can do it, he can, but man, he's going to be 45 years old when the regular season begins. 45. He's pushing 50, playing quarterback, so... I'm glad the Bucs are making moves this offseason to bolster their offensive line. They made a trade with New England to get a guard. Mm -hmm. That's good because they're going to need all the protection in the world for a 45-year-old man throwing (laughs) the football. Now, he has defeated Father Time (laughs) up until now. But Father Time is undefeated. At some Mm -hmm. point, Father Time is going to come knocking on that door. Now, I don't know when it's going to be, and quarterbacks get all the rules. You're not allowed to touch a quarterback. If you sneeze on them, you get a, you it's get a helped personal foul. So mm-hmm. Tom Brady does have that going for him, But, you know, pushing the ball downfield with accuracy, Still arm strength, velocity. I mean, um, that's going to – yeah, Velocity, yeah. I was he like, said velocity. philosophy. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> philosophy. I don't
1: know what to yeah. so, do. You still got that, too,
0: Tyler. I know. I know. So uh, maybe, see, I, it's co- I need some coffee because, you know, it's it's early in the morning here.
1: I'll drink it some anyway. with you.
0: <laughs> I like your cup, by the way. But it, it, that's going to be what I'm going to look at because Tom Brady, he almost won MVP last year, and he looked great. Mm-hmm. But it's it's going to be hard to keep up that pace when you're 45 years old. So how can he push the ball downfield? We already saw it with Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. He didn't take care of his body like Tom Brady. You're talking about two other
1: guys. Yep. Pushing about a the ball guy. forty
0: de- yards downfield. You know, if you need to deliver that, you know, tight spiral, ten yard out, ten yard dig.
1: He just did it two months ago, Tyler. Some,
0: some questions. He just it, I'm gonna... He
1: just did it two months ago, Tyler. He did. This he is, did. But at some
0: point, father time is gonna
1: knock on that door. Knock
0: on that door and Listen. be like, yo. I think I'm
1: here. (laughs) Look, I think what Tom Brady really wrestled with the most in his retirement announcement was, look, I I don't think maybe he was ready to truly announce if he was retired or not. I think maybe he was forced into this retirement announcement. You know, Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington from ESPN broke the news. And Mm -hmm. I think Brady, even for Brady, that was a little bit more premature. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And then when you look at Brady's announcement, he never really used the word retirement. He did say you know this is difficult to write, but here goes. I'm not going to make that competitive commitment anymore. I have loved my NFL career, and now it's time to focus my time and energy on other things that require my attention. But I mean, 40 days of chilling with your wife and kids at home. If somebody makes you take out the trash, and you're like, I just spent 22 years never taking out the trash, making sure I never have to take out the trash, and I got to take out the trash. Hold on, man. Hold on. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go back to where they treat me way better in the NFL. Right? It's so he funny. Said, I, I have of- Tyler, I'm giving a great point on Tom Brady. You watch your Instagram videos, man. The respect, the disrespect.
0: The disrespect. uh, No, she's going to leave
1: all this in. No,
0: that's right. Make sure you send this to
1: Alicia. Make sure you send this to (laughs) Alicia. This is disrespectful. But they, the one thing. Look, the one thing I want to talk about with Brady in particular is look, um, the day before his announcement, he was in London, England. He was at the Manchester United game. He's oh. in
2: Manchester. You just corrected yourself. Just want to throw that in there.
1: Producer Emily, please give me the spiel on what I really should say because, you know, I'm not <laughs> a big soccer guy.
2: Well, it's a geography thing. He was Manchester in Manchester. and London are different cities. He
1: was in Manchester. Oh, he was in England. <laughs> Thank you. He was in Manchester, England. Is that right? That, that's what I'm supposed to say? Nobody knows what happens that's a on city. that side. Nobody knows what happens on that side of the pond, bro. But let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened on that side of the pond, Tyler. Tom Brady was influenced to come back. Look, you know who uh, owns uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? The Glazier family. And you know who owns Manchester United soccer team? The Glazier family. And so guess who invited? got invited to England to watch a Man U game? Tom Brady. And guess who plays for Man U? Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the best soccer players in history, right? So, He's old, too. Yeah, he's old, too. And what did this old guy do during his game when Brady was in the stands? Scored a hat trick. Three goals. Were you everybody, watching soccer? Everybody was watching soccer this day, Tyler, except for you I, and I. I. I was. Except for you and I. Cristiano Ronaldo scores three goals in a Man U game, and the crowd is just going absolutely nuts. And Tom Brady's in that crowd. Tom Brady's seeing an old guy just like him on the crowd doing what Tom Brady just did two months ago. You know, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Brady said specifically in his comeback, my time is on the field and not in the stands. And so what happens? I'm not saying the Glazier family may have sort of, you know, united Cristiano Ronaldo and Tom Brady and had them meet on the field afterwards. If Tom Brady's going all the way across the pond and going to a game where Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo is playing, you think they're not going to talk? And sure enough, we saw their conversation on the field after that game where Ronaldo asked Brady, Hey, you done? You finished? And Brady kind of, you know, put his hands in his pocket and shrugged his shoulders and grinned. And sure enough, less than 12 hours later, he announced his return. So this was a great, great sales job by the Glazier family. This was (laughs) this was a great sales job by that owner. If you wanted Tom Brady to come back and you knew he was kind of flickering the light on and off on if he really wants to retire or not, you put him in the right situation. You sold him on what he still could be. Even at 44 years old last season, Tyler, he was the best quarterback in the NFL. Why can't he continue doing that one more year? I think that's probably the hardest thing Brady had to wrestle with, is he's still very much at the top of his game. Father time hasn't knocked yet. Maybe it's going to start knocking next season. But for Tom Brady, you don't want to go on for the rest of your life knowing maybe I could have played one more.
0: Okay, so let me ask you this question. You are touting Tom Brady hard right now
1: yeah he's better than Aaron Rodgers um I mean that's not I don't like betting against Aaron Rodgers yeah, I'm about to start so, but uh, Aaron gets on this
0: day on March 17th 2022 yes. St. Happy Patrick St. Patrick's Day
1: State.
0: you're not wearing green by the way your cup has green so I I respect to that who is the number one team in the NFC who is your favorite right now today after you know free agency's been, yeah, you
1: know, uh huh, yeah, I know. know who is your fa-
0: who is your favorite right mm. now? Is it the Rams, Super Bowl is champion it, it, Rams? Is, there,
1: is there Aaron Donald coming back yet? Do we know that for sure yet? Yeah. That's
0: what I'm saying. As of today, <laughs> okay. as of today, I believe Aaron Donald's coming back to answer your
1: question. <laughs> okay, um, in the NFC, look, I got. I'll give you my top three. I'll give you my okay. top three. In I've, order, in order, in order, I'll, I've got the defending champion. Okay. Los Angeles Rams. Okay. Um, I've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers mm. with Brady coming back. And I got my boy Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, top three in the NFC. Okay. That's what I'm looking at right there. I think Brady sees a window of opportunity still. I think if he gets another shot of the Rams, I think he would love to see them again in the postseason. But also I think he sees Aaron Rodgers choking in the postseason too and knows he could beat him as well again like he did in 2020.
0: Okay, that's good. That's good. I, How about the I, AFC, I'm, Tyler? I'm similar to you. However, okay. I have, probably to not to your surprise, I have the Packers at number two.
1: Okay. And the Bucs
0: at number three with the Rams number, number one. Number three. Wow. Number, number
1: three. Mm. Uh-huh.
0: Now, you said in the AFC?
1: In the AFC. Let me guess. I wonder who you got first. I'm going to
0: pick the Chiefs again. I mean, yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> number one, the Chiefs.
1: No love for the Bengals.
0: Number two, the Bills.
1: Number two, the Bills.
0: <sighs> number three. I'm
1: Well, <sighs> to pick your Chargers, man. Hurry up, Tyler. Come on. I know I, you want to pick Justin Herbert and the I, Chargers. I,
0: I, I low-key, I mean, shit. I know you want to pick the Chargers. <laughs> I might pick the Ravens, though.
1: You might pick the Ravens. I might
0: pick the Ravens. The Ravens. The
1: Baltimore Ravens?
0: They've... Under the Radar has really? nice moves this offseason. Zadarius Smith, mm-hmm. they had Good trouble getting rusher. after quarterback. Good Marcus Williams, safety. Mm-hmm. Now, the key after for the Ravens is can they, they all stay healthy. stay healthy? Can they all stay healthy? And I think Lamar Jackson has a chip on his shoulder. They are All the Ravens do. After last year, they were playing with practice squad players, yeah. and they just got beat up. So, no love,
1: no love for the Broncos and Russell Wilson. No, 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 love for the Chargers and Justin Herbert, your boy. I
0: think the Ravens and the Chargers, three A, three B.
1: No love, no love for the Bengals who just went to the Bengals, Super Bowl.
0: I think they're going to be behind the Ravens in the AFC North.
1: Oh wow! I think and they're going to be second, in.
0: but I think they're a wild card. Yeah, I do have mm, them in the playoffs, mm, but I okay. think they're going to be a wild card team.
1: Wow! So, wild card from the AFC West and wild card from the AFC North. Tyler's favorite division in NFL football. AFC North, man. You know which one? You know. Which so one. wait, wait,
0: wait. You we say, talk about it every
1: I, week you, on so it's so football podcast. So how podcast. do I
0: always pick the Chiefs? <laughs> then you say I want to pick the Chargers, who I'm are in AFC. The They're both in the AFC West, but then I love the AFC North. How many places and divisions do I love?
1: I don't know, Tyler. You out here just show what everybody love, man. That's <laughs> what I love about you, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler Dragon shows the love, and we all here to appreciate it on It's a Football Podcast here with USA. It's enough love to go Plus. around. Enough love to go around. Tyler, the NFL offseason, we had a really, really busy week with the new league year and so many free agents joining new teams. But uh, the one deal outside of Von Miller's six year $120 million deal that opened a lot of eyes was a receiver. Going to Jacksonville, leaving your Arizona Cardinals, another one of your teams. Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk signed a four-year deal where $72 million. Could be worth $84 million. But his annual salary is around $18 million, Tyler. More than some guys that might be better than him, like Cooper Cup and Mike Evans. Mike, Mike. And Tyler Lockett. Mike. Getting paid the same as Tyreek Hill and uh, made some dudes like Chris Godwin and Devontae Adams probably really upset that uh, they're making a million or two less than this guy now. But, uh, wow, what about this deal, Tyler? How crazy was it that Christian Kirk got this deal? Shout-out to him. We're not talking about him. Shout-out to his agent for getting this deal. We just don't know what the Jacksonville Jaguars are doing.
0: Yeah, um, I need to call Christian Kirk's agent and see if he can represent me.
1: 1,000%. Uh,
0: (laughs) Because, man, Christian Kirk wasn't even a number – was he a number two receiver in Arizona? I, he I think was he was number 2B, maybe three. Because then you can make an argument A.J. Green was a number two re- – I mean, yeah, probably Christian Kirk. Yeah. But DeAndre Hopkins, clearing away the number one receiver. He got number one receiver type money. Christian he Kirk
1: did. – he, did. he got top ten I mean, receiver type money.
0: Right. I'm not hating on this contract, but, man. Yeah. So there was the – Jaguars. This- I See <laughs> – a lot of people said that the jaguars have had an excellent free agency. Now, um, I I I think they've had a good free agency, but yeah. I kind of question if it, I can call it excellent because I don't really think their moves made them a whole lot better and I kind of question some of their moves. Yes, the, the Christian Kirk signing way overpaid. Uh-huh. Jaguars spent invested over $250 million for their free agents. And then they released probably their best defensive Players, player in monster. Miles Jacks. So, I mean. <laughs> what, DJ
1: Chark. I, DJ Chark's yeah, on the I'm move, kind, too. Yeah.
0: One of their best weapons on the outside. So, I, I'm kind of questioning what their strategy is. What their yeah. offensive and defensive identity is yeah. going to be. Uh, you spent a lot of money. Uh, Brandon mm-hmm. Scherf. The guard from Washington. Good move. He's good. That good he's move. good. He's a pro. You, kept, you kept player. You kept but, Cam
1: Robinson. Yeah, kept Cam tackle.
0: Robinson. But I'm kind of questioning, you know, some of these moves. And are you just spending money to spend money because you have it?
1: Yeah, that's another thing too. The Jaguars get to look. I think <laughs> I think Christian Kirk's deal, eighty four mil. They also signed Zay Jones. They signed Evan Ingram, and they also signed Marvin Jones last year. Marvin, Jones I like Darius Williams.
0: I like Darius Williams, the cornerback mm-hmm. from uh, the L.A. Rams. That's a good one. I think, uh, yeah, I think he's good.
1: <clears throat> Let me the, the point I was trying to make with the receivers that they had, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, the tight end, and uh, Marvin Jones last year, that's $117.5 million you paid those four guys. I don't know if those guys moved the needle. I'm surely hoping Trevor Norris moves the needle for those guys if he's going to make them better off in the long run here too. But I think, look, Christian Kirk's deal – I'm not sure if it really changes the market for receivers. I think receivers are going to try to use it to change the market. I think cornerbacks are going to try to use it to change the market for themselves, too. But I think some some teams and some agents are going to be like, hey, look, this was just a bad deal overall. And maybe you're not going to get that kind of money, uh, even though it was a bad deal. and It might reset the market. Um, that's at least my stance on it. I'm not sure if that really does move the needle for the rest of the receivers. Yeah, this is
0: going to be an outlier. Yeah, I, I think you're right because that that amount of money for Christian Kirk, he, he I guess the Jaguars see something in him that most of us don't. <laughs> um, props to him though, because he got his money. He got the bag. Also,
1: I also want to <laughs> say something too, man. There was like there there was a stat out there that said 21 receivers in the NFL getting paid at least 13 million dollars and. All of them have a 1,000-yard receiving season except Christian Kirk. And I think that might be low-key unfair because he did have 982 last year. He needed 20, 28 more yards, Tyler.
0: He still doesn't have a 1,000. And he played a lot of that <laughs> season 20, without DeAndre Hopkins.
1: Yeah, needed 28-yard catch. That's all he needed. That's all he needed to be a 1,000-yard receiver. So I think that might be unfair. But you're saying is he's not a 1,000-yard receiver.
0: He's not. He he had multiple seasons to be a 1,000-yard receiver, too. Sampis, yeah, so. four
1: seasons. This was the best one. Good luck to the Jaguars and then moving forward. All right, guys. We appreciate you tuning in to another episode of It's a Football Podcast brought to you by USA Today Sports Plus. We were joined here by myself, Safa Dean, and Tyler Dragon. We are NFL insiders, USA Today Sports Plus. And if you haven't already, download our app in Apple Store and in Google Play. We want you to fan harder with USA Today Sports Plus. See you again next week.
0: It's a football podcast. Find it now on the USA Today Sports Plus app, where the biggest fans fan harder.